0: So I had the great joy and privilege really of celebrating a baptism yesterday for a couple that I've known for a while. So when I went to the parish, the associate pastor there very kindly had set everything up for us, the candle and the oils, the baptism certificate. And I noticed that in the envelope with the baptism certificate, he had discreetly tucked a little advertisement for the preschool at the parish. And I thought to myself, well, that's pretty advanced advertising. <laughs> now, this priest had actually been a former student of mine, so I felt happy that he'd learned at least one thing from me. <laughs> you might know the term sacramentals. Not sacraments like baptism or communion, but sacramental. Sacramental is, is a thing, you know, a real tangible thing you can hold in your hands that we use in celebrating the sacraments and they enrich our experience of the sacrament so things like the candle the oils at baptism but what i said to them and i truly meant it was that no less a sacramental at that baptism was the little flyer for the parish preschool and here's what i meant if we ask ourselves how does baptism work Why does it work? I mean, we all know the theological answer. We need it, it frees us from the grip of original sin. But how does it work, right? Little baby's not going to remember that she was baptized. Most of us don't remember our baptism unless we did it as adults. So if it's not magic and it's not voodoo, how does it work? Well, it works because of the great intentionality of everyone who is responsible for little Nora being there yesterday morning, that her parents cared enough to do this, that they traveled all the way back from North Carolina where they're living now to the parish they grew up in, family, friends, all of them contributing to that decision. But of course, it's not just that decision yesterday morning. It looks like something as that child grows up. It looks like, where are we gonna send her to school? And long before she starts preschool, What have we shared with her? How have we shaped the world in which she lives? Because all of the people at the chapel yesterday and all those who couldn't be there love that child, and they will contribute to the shaping of the world in which she grows up. That is part of the sacrament of baptism, and don't let anyone ever tell you it isn't. And so when I say that little flyer that gets the parents, even on that day, thinking about the future education of their little girl, that's a powerful reminder of how the grace of sacrament, the grace of baptism carries with us throughout our lives. And it never goes away. We can forget it. I'll be the first one to admit, I don't wake up every day and think about my baptismal grace. But boy, when the stuff hits the fan and it's a really tough moment, I don't know if you've ever gone back and just thought, you know, that grace matters. I can access it. And the way we do that in a very pragmatic, rubber hits the road kind of way, is we call up those people who love us. If you don't have that kind of relationship with your godmother or godfather, nurture it, call them up. Say, hey, what have you done for me lately? Let's talk. And if you are a godmother or godfather, what a beautiful gift. To think about that. I'm helping the grace of that baptism be received. God doesn't need our help, but the people in our lives do. So, as I said, we're about to celebrate beautiful sacrament, Ava receiving communion for the first time. Now, I don't know how it was for you when you, quote, practiced your first Holy Communion. I just remember Sister having a bowl of cornflakes, and, you know, we kind of went through that, and that seemed kind of neat. I can't imagine what preparation for First Holy Communion looks like this year. You know, now when you come up, someone's gonna squirt sanitizer in your hand, make sure you stand on the blue line, pull your mask down, try not to breathe on Father, but if you do, he has two lines of defense, an impregnable plastic shield and then a mask behind it. He's washed his hands before, he'll wash them after. Carefully replace your mask after consuming the host and go back to your X-marked spot on the pew. But just like I said it yesterday, I'd say it today. As silly, at least I think these look, they're necessary, but they look kind of silly, this is a sacramental as well. It's a reminder of the fact that when we receive the Eucharist, There's also the possibility that we could be receiving something else, something we can't see, we can't smell, we can't taste, but it's there. And we would know it's there because eventually it would do its work and come to fruition. Maybe someone would be sick. But that's on the bad side of what this keeps out. How about what comes in? How about the grace of communion? yes we taste the host but of course we don't taste the grace we can't see it we can't smell it is it real does it bear fruit the same way the coronavirus might that's what Jesus I think is talking about in these farming parables remember last week we heard about the sower today we're hearing about the weeds and the wheat those seeds get sown Last week, it was all good seed that sometimes fell on unreceptive ground. This week, it's receptive ground, but sometimes bad seeds go in with the good ones. The point is, in that farming metaphor, little things that you can't quite notice at the beginning start out. Some of them take root, some of them don't. Sometimes it's good things that take root, and sometimes it's bad things that take root. So what do we do? What do we do? We, we want the good fruit. We want the wheat at the end. Well, there's an equivalent to this goofy shield in the spiritual life. There are ways of trying to shield out those bad seeds. We're never going to do it perfectly. I get that. But think about what I said about baptism. If we raise our children, if we help support one another, with an intentionality of saying this grace looks like something and how can I help myself and the people I love receive that grace more fully? That's the spiritual version of this. So again, very pragmatically, what does it look like? Well, think about this pandemic. Lots of us in different ways, I'm sure, have become a little more self-reflective about what our lives look like. Maybe we've come to realize that The survival of the world doesn't rest on my staying an extra two hours at work every day. Maybe I've come to realize that spending that extra time with my family, yes, it has its trying moments, but I've heard lots of people say, you know, I realize there's something there that I haven't been so attentive to over the years. And now as we all start coming out of our caves slowly and get back into the swing of things, will we remember that? It's like saying to the family yesterday, that baptism was awesome. The beautiful christening gown, the beautiful First Communion dress, the excitement of that first moment. And how will that carry out after the beautiful clothes get put away, after it's not our First Communion or our Second Communion, but our 5,000th or whatever it is. How do we keep that alive? Well, it's not just by looking at pictures from your childhood, but it's little things, like things people have been doing even over the last couple of months. I want to call somebody up who might be kind of lonely. Maybe they're feeling a little bit boxed in. They don't have the freedom that I do. Doing something good, a corporal work of mercy, as we used to call it, that's not just a good act that makes the world better. That's something that helps our own hearts be receptive to grace. And receiving grace means shielding out the pettiness, the resentment, the shame at times. None of those things are sins, but that's the toxic soil out of which sinful actions often grow. So just a little invitation. As we see Ava and her family come up for communion for the first time, Maybe allow your own heart to be re-stirred a little bit if you remember your first communion and what it felt like and how much you couldn't wait to be there. No, you weren't pulling your mask down, most of you. But as you pull yours down today, maybe let that be a powerful reminder that there are things that want to get into my heart that I don't want to get there. And the beauty about our baptismal grace is that we never need booster shots for it. What you got as a baby is as strong today as ever. What gets dull over time is our receptivity. And we can always make our hearts a little bit more receptive. And if just seeing the celebration of a First Communion today opens up your heart just a little bit and gets you thinking, you know, How can I share this beautiful grace with someone in my life? Maybe they're here with you today. Maybe they're back home. Maybe they're on the other side of the country or the world. But to reach out and do something kind, not simply a nice act. Yeah, it's great for them, but it's also a way of receiving ourselves. This is a sacramental, believe it or not. And we shouldn't miss the opportunity to appreciate it.